The croc brain. As you're pitching your idea, the croc brain of the person sitting across from you isn't listening and thinking, hmm, is this deal good or not? Its reaction to your pitch basically goes like this. Since this is not an emergency, how can I ignore this and spend the least amount of time possible on it? The filtering system of the crocodile brain has a very short-sighted view of the world. Anything that is not a crisis tries to mark as spam. Let me repeat that. Anything that is not a crisis, it tries to mark as spam. Wow. So this is super interesting, and it's in Warren Clough's Clough's book, Pitch Anything, basically talking about presenting, pitching, and winning the deal. And he really focuses in on the croc brain. This kind of our, another way of thinking about this is kind of the 500-year-old archaic mind. It's kind of the subconscious that we default to since we have so many things to think about, managing personal life, managing work life, trying to think about different things and entertain ourselves, especially business owners have so many ideas pitched at them, this crock brain just kicks in. And like he says, it'll be basically sent to their metaphorical spam folder, similar to it, you know, if you're blasting out email campaigns, how you're going to get in spam if you're just being like blending in with the crowd. And this is why it's really interesting to kind of dive into this um, methodology he talks about with getting past the croc brain. And uh, I'll read you this little segment. Everything in the recent research points to the same conclusion. Nine out of ten messages that enter the crocodile brain, and remember, every single pitch starts by going through the crocodile brain, end up being coded. Boring? Ignore it. Dangerous? Fight or run? Come. Complicated, radically summarize, invariably causing a loss, a lot to be lost in the process, and pass it severely truncated form. We have been we have been thinking about this wrong for years. Clearly, we need a way, new way of pitching. So really interesting, like he says, nine out of ten messages that enter this crocodile brain, which you will be if you're pitching a business owner, go through that three points: the boring, ignore it, dangerous fight or run, complicated, radically summarize it. And then you kind of get lost in the process there. And he kind of lays out the rules of engagement. And there's really two main questions Orncloth emphasizes that you need to ask um, after we have made the pitch presentation. And that is, did I get through? Was my message well received? And those are very interesting because you can kind of analyze your pitch and then adapt, which is so important. As uh, you know, we kind of learn in the book, The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins. The most important thing to remember is it's not the smartest or the strongest who survive necessarily. It is those who are most adaptable in the environments in which they find themselves. So you can come at this pitch from a strength-based or a intellectual-based, but you're just going to get blown away if... You know, if you're coming at this super aggressively and the business owner is a you kind of neurotic and emotional person, they're not going to vibe with you. And it doesn't matter how how aggressive you get with them versus if you meet with a business owner who is aggressive, who's very action based, wants to go go a little ADHD and you come at it from a super practical numbers boring perspective, you're not going to get through. So it's so important to analyze and adapt and pivot based on these two questions on the rules of engagement. Did I get through? Was my message well received? And he kind of goes on to say, the crocodile brain is picky and the cognitive miser whose primary interest is survival. 
So at the end of the day, you need to remember this. Every person deep down is most interested in the survival of their own self. So the survival of their lines, even if it's in the subconscious. The mind doesn't like to do a lot of work and is high maintenance when it comes when it is form, forced to perform. It requires concrete evidence presented quickly in black and white to make a decision. Minor points of differentiation don't interest it. And this is the brain to which you are pitching. As a general gateway to the mind, the croc brain doesn't have a lot of time to devote to new projects. It's overseeing a big complex operation taking care of survival and can't get bogged down in nuance and details. This is really important. It likes facts clearly explained. It likes facts clearly explained. So this is where you can avoid these previous things that he talked about where if it's too complicated, the crocodile brain will radically summarize it and basically it will pass it on in a severely truncated form. So it will cut out the details and just kind of only actually absorb what, what it understands. It wants to choose between two, just two clearly explained options and it needs to get to the point fast. So, so important to remember. And remember, the harsh but true reality is that the crocodile brain, the source of your target's first reaction to your pitch is going to ignore you if possible, only focus on the big picture, the needs, highest contracts, and well differentiation options. Choose between, this is why it's important, whatever you're pitching needs to help a big issue. You need to solve a big issue. If you're going in there and talking about how they're going to save money on different pens, you're not going to get anywhere. You need to talk about moving the needle on things, especially the bottom line. And this is so important. And, you know, he, he really goes into this whole part about setting the frame to your pitch. And he kind of talks about this at the very end of the book, actually, is it's, it's so important to do things like this. And this kind of that strong... Um, acronym that he gives is a good takeaway from this book. So in this strong acronym, it's easy to remember, have a strong pitch ready. You need to be able to set the frame, tell the story, reveal an intrigue, offer the prize, nail the hook point, and get the deal. Most important, though, is setting that frame. So setting the boundaries clearly and precisely, then be able to tell the story, reveal the intrigue, offer the prize, get to the hook point, then get the deal. So, so important. Really, really interesting. And um, he says, basically, it begins with setting the frame of your pitch. Then you must seize high social status so that you have a solid platform when you pitch. That's important. You know, if, if you have social proof and things like that, it is very, very vital to um, basically building authority in, in the decision maker's mind. And... Something at the end of the book that he explains is very interesting is by helping others to view situations and opportunities through your frame, it will make interacting with you seem effortless. It's easy for others to spend time with a person they agree with in any setting, and that's how they will feel about you. That's how they will feel about you. So go forth, learn frame control, what we talked about, setting that frame, positioning yourself in authority and using some cognitive biases. If you've studied those, Charlie Munger's cognitive biases and poor Charlie's almanac, it was about 25. Really interesting to study about sales and persuasion and you can use them in everyday life 
and they're incredibly powerful kind of these biases that the subconscious mind defaults to, even if people don't realize it. He says, go forth, learn this frame control, practice at every opportunity and have fun doing so. So you have to enjoy what you're doing so you will continue doing it. And he, Orncloth, leaves you with, I wish you much success and I hope that it serves you well as it continues to serve me. I invite you to learn more about frame control at pitchanything.net. And I would recommend going to pitchanything.net. Just, I mean, this book's incredible. And, uh, you know, you can also read his book on uh, how to sell anything. Good book. This is kind of in the sales situation, especially closing big deals, even closing small deals. I mean, you, you have to pitch things every day in your life. If you're married, you have to pitch new ideas, different vacation things. You have to pitch things to your kids. If you're just... Um, you know, working for someone, even if you're not in the sales position, you have to pitch things to coworkers, pitch things to your higher ups. And if you're a business owner, you got to pitch things to make the sale. And that's why presenting, persuading and winning the deal is so important. And I really recommend this book. Again, it's Pitch Anything by Orton Cloth. And I'll leave you with that framework again, that strong framework, setting the frame, telling the story, Revealing the intrigue, offering the prize, nailing the hook point, and getting a decision. So important. Man, an incredible book. Uh, Really, really recommend, especially if you're in that sales position like we talked about. I am going to definitely try and implement this as well as, you know, by, he talks about that framework is not only setting the framework for them, but you're kind of also subconsciously setting the framework for your own mind so you know when you're in that situation, you don't have to convince yourself. You already are going in with a solid foundation and framework where you can pitch the business owner and not have to second guess what you're talking about. This is so important and this is setting the groundwork yourself before the meeting. And, um, you know, back to that sharpening the saw, you know, given the situation, John Maxwell talks about it. And I think the original quote was potentially from Abraham Lincoln about, you know, if you're given X amount of hours to chop down a tree, you want to spend more than half of that time sharpening whatever tool you're given, whether it's an axe or a saw. And that's, that's part of setting that framework and going in knowing you should be confident because what you're selling will help their business and you have to be confident of that. That's some, one of the most important things I've learned in sales. And I'm still pretty young. I have so much more to learn, but I've studied sales from many different people, many different perspectives. And one of the fundamentals is, and you probably know this, but... The, the most important things are worth repeating. Just remember that. You need to understand before you go into a sales situation, the best thing you can go in with, doesn't matter the product, you got to believe in your product and that it's worth them. They will hurt without your product. So, you, so it's your responsibility to give them a good product and help their business. So you have to not go in thinking about you're selling them something where you're going to make a commission or you're going to make money off of. You need to go in being, they will hurt without this. Remember, at the end of the day, humans move towards pleasure and move away from pain. So if you can position this where they pleasure or reward, you can move this towards a reward to their business and move away from pain where if they didn't have this, that would be the pain. Then you can dimensionalize this to the business owner. And that's one of the most important things you can learn in sales. Again, Pitch Anything by Orrin Clough. If you enjoyed this podcast, please drop a review rate us and subscribe to the modern academy big things coming three podcasts a day at this point excited for 2020 hope you're having a great day